Okay, so let's begin. The, um, it appears from today's transmission that I'm going to be happy to do less work and you're going to be happy to do more, which is kind of really cool. Um, and basically, uh, the impression was the field is is starting to <clears throat> to activate, is starting to be more vibrant. I appreciate those who actually have been applying themselves to it. And the, the message that today was that the transmission is going to be spread more through the field. And so that means the supplied power of synchronicity is really important. So as pieces come in for different people, then they have to find each other. And part of actually the charge that's released when pieces do find each other, he he uh, used the analogy of synapses in the brain that actually the, the, there is a certain quality of energy that is released as we start to form connections between the different vertical leaders in the group field. So it's quite important of, of you're receiving personal impressions for you, which could be whatever they are, they're yours. But if there's something that you feel belongs in the group field, it's important to release that so that other people can connect with it. And the act of connecting is itself releases a certain energy into the group field, which allows for greater coherence and cohesion in the field itself. So maybe we just could begin with a little bit of that, you know, how, how let's have a little sharing about a meditative practice and what's happening and any inspirations that have come so that we can begin to create a, you know, a more intelligent field with more interconnection that can receive and hold more. So, yeah, any sharings? I can share. Um, to, today, what came to was dissolution and, and it's like the dissolving of the particles uh, and, and like the substrate of the of the cosmos is the dark and each of us individually are like a sun is our soul but the, it's like the gravity of our soul holds together these particles and as long as we're identifying with the soul the particles are held by the gravity but when we identify with the dark then then we can expand out into like the, the dark and that's when like the bodies come through each other and we can you know pass through the intelligence of all things and, and gain the, the wisdom of, of the cosmos but also everything like all physical matter too and it, it identifies with the dark lets us pass through like black holes um but it takes that disassociating from the soul which holds the particles like together almost like a planet so dissolution as a result of letting go of so much Solar identity and opening more to the dark. Beautiful. Yeah. And I felt a similar, like dissolving, like this kind of wave that just come and dissolve all, all this separation. And then one just wave passing through. Beautiful. And then also, the, like as the breath even came out, it was before where it just was like, like these layered balls kind of were just like. And yeah, it's interesting. I can add to that because I keep having visions of speed, like uh, a stampede of buffaloes or water getting released of a, out of a dam, like something just really it's been happening in the last three weeks. Great. Water being released from a dam. Um, okay, so the, the thing that came for us is conflict uh, in the sense that kind of allowing the tensions in the field to be revealed and so that something will be able to work through them, like it will create a charge and something will be worked through and kind of uh, irritation with the um, kind of loving and accepting only connections. Just no, no tensions, no conflicts. That's thing. Yeah, just I don't want to 
what came to me in connection to what Ibo just said was um, just the importance of all of us holding our own specific way, our own specific essence. Um, and when this conflict came up, can you hear me? Uh, we can, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? No. Okay. Not to worry. I have to uh, send it out shamanically. And in general, you know, like the importance here is to reach and create connections with each other when you share on the Mercury Transmissions group or if you get the impression of someone in meditation, it's good to reach out and make the connections. That's that's part of the intelligence of this being arriving. And I know many of you are in the Earth Mandala note work and we're having to learn to shamanically feel each other across the world and to turn on different parts of our, our senses so that we can feel this bigger being that we're part of. And, and this being, the Mercury transmission being, is playing a particular role within the greater organism of the world soul. It's, it's gathering beings that are resonant with the life principle. You know, the analogy in the body would be like, trying to gather all of the cells that will eventually form the cornea of the eye or the heart or like those that are responding to the life principle are coming together in order to be an organ within the wider field of, um, of humanity in order to transmit something. So forming our horizontal connections are as important as forming our vertical ones. So anything else before we go into the transmission? Hi, Bruce. I want to share something about um, like increasingly in every meditation that I seem to be experiencing is how it's becoming quite visceral in the sense that so I, I, I turned into an atom the last time I was meditating, for instance, with, like with the kind of the whole kind of thing around this. The, I don't know what it's called, the nucleus, probably the, the circles around it, but it wasn't that I was seeing it. I was actually becoming it. It's a bit scary because I disappear when that happens. And um, last night for the first time I meditated um, at the time that you do. And um, yeah, it's just the visceral energetic experience is, is really a bit scary because I feel like I'm, I'm getting lost, like I'm, I'm being annihilated as a, as a self. And yeah, just... Um, Thank you. So you're feeling it in your shamanic body. Um, I think that's going to increase for us all. And judging by the meditation today or the, the transmission today, we're going to increasingly be including the shamanic um, as, as part of this work. So um, yeah, keep leaning in because the, the core work here is to, is to allow the self to be to be dismantled and resurrected and reconnected in other ways. And so that's as much about us as a being individually as it is collectively. Okay, so um, anything else before I go on? I feel to share um, with Celeste, I felt um, Eros four weeks ago and we reached out and started speaking and curious about what's underneath revealing because it was after that invitation and we decided to offer the worst and the best to each other so the the, the one that holds then the life principle and so that was a strong deepening in the in the erotic it, it went quite much deeper mm -hmm. after sharing that and we felt maybe that would be something for the group uh, right. to share because it was quite potent and right. it's still revealing but it's Hard to say what is to reveal to the group. Yeah. But that was a strong experience. So we'll keep using the Mercury Transmissions group as a like a cauldron for throwing in everything and take a few risks and nobody responds. That's fine. It just means that you're like at least offering the things that you feel like have that numinous charge that belong to the group field. 
So, the, you know, there's a bleeding through really of these transmissions coming through and the work that uh, we're doing here with the Earth Mandalas. And so at 10 o'clock, you know, when the transmission's coming through, some of it's pouring through into the mandala field and some of it's coming into this field. And there's a beautiful synergy starting to happen today in the, in the Earth Mandala field. There was this whole revelation of that word sattva, which has been given as a word of power and also cosmology, um, linking it to the best and the worst, that actually that call, that demand for life force can be made on the mountaintop on your knees, but also in the valley, in the pits of hell, when you are in your worst, when you're in the most deep existential despair, that's also the place to call on the life principle. One brings it down and negates the experience that you're having of being separate and, and caught in illusion, and the other lifts up matter to meet it. So just that recognition that there is a, yeah, there's a powerful polarity between your best and your worst that the life principle loves to eat. You know, that fuel that when you are at your worst and at your best, that's the time that the life principle somehow can break in and break through. And the use of that, the memory, all you really need is to remember when you are on the peak or when you're in the pit, to remember to call the life in that moment. And it will humble you by revealing to you that your experience is the opposite of what you think. When you're in the pit, actually, there is a place there that is allowing you to bring life into the deepest part. Um, and when you're on the peak, that's not a sign that you've reached the pinnacle. It's a sign to get on your knees for the next revelation. So um, the other thing that, that really came through strongly today was the, that, that he's preparing us for the fact that working with Shambhala force is very different than working with hierarchy. And when we're working with hierarchy, we're mainly interested in, in expansion of consciousness and development of consciousness. And hierarchy works particularly with humanity because humanity is the kind of self-conscious principle of the earth. And so it's really important that that self-conscious principle is educated into what it truly is and what its role is. But the Shambhala works with the life principle. And the life principle is not specifically confined to humans. It's spread across all of the seven kingdoms of the planet. And while that 2025 is a particular focus on humans because they are the fourth kingdom and it's the fourth path and humans are having such a powerful and devastating effect on the planet as a whole that there is a particular focus on humanity that Shambhala is, is making. But that when we're working with the life principle, we have to get past our human-centric tendency our tendency to like see ourselves at the center of all things. And so what he is, is saying is that he wants, as our group soul is forming, and as it is forming in the inner worlds, as we begin to kind of feel this group lotus with its jewels and its diamonds, and that he's saying, okay, now that's just a human uh, soul that is oriented towards the life principle and the life is starting to appear in diffuse darkness and these currents of electricity but now it's time to hook us up with the other kingdoms so that that life is is um is pouring in to the animal kingdom and the vegetable kingdom and the mineral kingdom um, and the higher kingdoms, the more subtle kingdoms than human, and that the collective demand of the life from all of those kingdoms is supposed to pass through humanity. So it's supposed to pass through human souls and the jewels that humans have, this unique capacity for self-consciousness. The life principle in nature is looking to humans or more truly through humans. And I feel like this is such a deep, this, this hit my heart so deeply that, that the energy that we all feel from nature that's looking to us for a solution 
when humans are going to our minds to try to come out with an answer instead of surrendering and let that energy pass through us to where a real help can come from, which is energy. And that energy has supposed to pass through the human soul into the, the souls of the other kingdoms. And so because when we're consciousness focused, we emphasize human consciousness over whale consciousness or tree consciousness, but the life principle doesn't make that distinction. In fact, the life principle can be very powerfully in one tree or in one elephant or whatever that has got nothing to do with their level of consciousness or their expansion of consciousness is to do with whether or not they're able to, to carry the principle of life and hold that principle of life. So, so the invitation he said is that your, as your group soul forms to begin in meditation to include the life in other kingdoms, to invite that life in by extending out your awareness in your environment. So in this environment, you know, where we are here into the forest, into the mountains, into the rivers, into the oceans, but actually globally, as we start to meditate globally, to really feel these powerful stores of life force that are still there in the natural world that are holding life. Just as we're trying to hold life principle in humanity, there are beings, there are collective beings and individual beings that are holding powerful life force. And our job is to connect with them. That uh, the, the, the mission, the journey on the planet now is for beings of life and all kingdoms to call on life. That's the energy that has got the power that can change things. It's not just the development of consciousness, that's a byproduct. So he's saying, uh, get ready to draw on and connect with these kingdoms of life. And then when you do, allow their demand to pass through your soul in the same way that he's been training us with our best and worst, like your worst is fuel. Let it vibrate up your body into, through the jewel, into the monadic stream, because that is fuel that can be used. So he's saying the great shamanic cry of nature needs to be passed through. And it doesn't just come through at the consciousness level, at the soul level, it comes through our bodies. It comes through our emotional bodies and our etheric bodies, and it vibrates up as fuel up that central column. So he said, if we can link, you know, and link our soul group, but then allow the great demand of nature and the reason we don't let it in is because we don't know what to do with it. We don't know what to do with the suffering. We don't know what to do with the great cry emanating from the cetaceans or from the forests or from the mountains themselves. We don't know what to do with that longing for, for you know, support and release from suffering and the tension that the whole biosphere of the earth is under. We don't know what to do except go to our scientists and come up with some you know, clever technology. But what that energy wants is to pass through human beings. It wants to pass through us to the source where help can come, where life force can renew itself. And of course, one of the things that it will do when that life force comes, it will take care of the, the, the huge problem humanity has become to the biosphere. And so if we're just with our human hats on, we don't want life because we want to keep our little safe world. But if we're part of the biosphere of earth and we're showing up in meditation as representations of life, not just representations of humans, then that energy that moves through us will bring through us that energy of life and death. It's not us up to us to decide what to do or have strategies or whatever, but it's the recognition that the whole of the earth is demanding life now. And that life, is, that demand is coming from a life-death situation, just as the critical times in your own life, when you're under great pressure and your back's against the wall, some demand goes out from the core of your being and help can come. We talked about that today when we're working with trauma, that sometimes the, the place of deepest trauma sends out a message from the soul that, that calls out to the inner worlds, the subtle worlds, and help comes. Like consciousness comes, awareness comes, um, angels come, whatever needs to come can come. 
So imagine the suffering that the planet is in, the, the kingdoms that are experiencing the weight of what's happening on the planet and what's still happening, they want help. And that help is supposed to come through humans. And the shamanic way that that help comes is by what he's teaching us through collective meditation, through the demand of the plasma leaders, through the dark light coming in. And then he says that energy is supposed to flow into those kingdoms. So it vitalizes the life force inside nature and helps it cope with everything that's going on on the planet. So instead of humans going to nature like mummy to her tit to get you know sustenance on a, on a weekend and drain the last out of the parks and the cities and you know, that we're supposed to bring life to nature. We're supposed to let life force move through us and flow back along the currents. But we can't do that unless we let the call for life, and we let, if we let the demand from the natural world through humans pass through us. But when it passes through us, we're going to have to feel it. We're going to have to feel that demand that's coming from the mountains and the oceans and the forests and so on. And yes, we can go and do it out of stuff but the deep vitality is to bring the life just as you know if you're playing out the ganges you know that you can feel that that the river is being maintained as much from the inner life as it is from you know environmental you know um, steps so there is a particular quality of dedication of life force that comes when humans expand from being human and accept that they are part of life and the, because we're the fourth kingdom, if we can link the three kingdoms of mineral and, and vegetable and um, animal together, then that triplicity allows for a door to open. So in other words, if we go to the ashram asking for life and, and it's just humans, we'll get a certain quality of life. But if we go as four kingdoms together, then we're going to get a different download. So... Um, and, and he's given us, a, you know, a, the next piece is, okay, you've got to let yourself feel your unity and your oneness with the life principle of these beings um, and invite them. So invite them to be part of this process. And they'll mainly come in through our bodies and through our energy bodies and through our astral bodies and so on, because that's where they're vibrating. So we have to let them in there and let that energy run up in the same way we've let our best and our worst. Mm -hmm. And then he said, um, in order to help that process, there is a particular being on the buddhic plane, which is the next one above the mental plane, above the causal field, that he says is part of the, it's part of the energy of Varuna. And Varuna is the name given for the deity that ensouls the cosmic astral plane okay so this is kind of cosmic love so he's saying there's a david being on the buddhic plane that will help us connect our group soul into the wider soul of the um you know the animal and vegetable mineral kingdoms and if we call that energy in the way we'll feel it is a deep wash of love through and particularly it will affect the heart chakra. And, and the purpose of that is like, you know, and the Lord of the Rings is the gathering of the elves and men, okay? In the esoteric tradition, the David lives and human lives have been split because of our loss of consciousness. And the time of coming together again is gonna happen. And where it happens, as I said, is the Buddhic plains where it happens, because that's where the human and Davids can safely meet. If they meet too far down, then there's a burning that happens between because unless we're disidentified with our bodies, the David life is, comes in as fire. But on the Buddhic plane, that David life can come in as, um, as love and hold us in the same way that the elves are the counterpart to the humans. So it's interesting, again, on the mandala, we're working with the seven-pointed star and there's the elven star. And my experience of this in meditation, when it came in, this piece came in, was just a great flooding of my heart and appreciation of a being that would 
offer itself to our process, to hold our process and, and hold our process in the, in the veils, you know, like you imagine a David life that has come to wrap itself around our work together so that we uh, can be coherent and cohesive and that love can be present so the life force can pass through. So in a way, this is similar to the way that the, the solar angel that forms our causal body is a David being that creates the container that allows our, our you know, spiritual essence to set itself up and incarnate. It, it's called like a, a bridge of fire. It holds this bridge of fire between worlds, which is the causal body until we don't need it anymore. I feel like on a group level, we've been given a group deva to come hold us in this experiment. So he gave us a, uh, a meditation to do that adds on to the meditation that we are doing that is about instead of just allowing the, our own best and worst to shamanically go up the channel, we let that energy from nature go up. Um, we connect with the David being, we spend time in that absorption or the void place, which brings in the dark light into the group field, and then use the call, use that sattva as a group through the group diamonds to bring in life force, and then distribute that life force through the field, through ourselves, through nature, through all of these other beings that are representatives of those kingdoms. Um, and then ground it. So that's the next stage of um, meditative work. So yeah, any questions or thoughts or comments or synchronicities um, before we try the med? I said today, like the movement of love came through as it came down. I really felt that the softness, it was like lightning, you know, you're on a train, but yeah. Well, certainly in a way, that's the role of the David world is to hold and allow the lightning to pass through sheets of fire. Yeah, I felt this afternoon that the call of nature wanting us, which and I had a little oracle session. It was very much about the we're giving to it is giving to us and coming up through us. Mm -hmm. That's when you're speaking, like. Um, yeah, as I've been watching the um, the David Attenborough uh, documentary, and you know some of the beautiful shots of images um, of beings like an orangutan or a zebra or whatever that that when you look past the consciousness and feel the life and feel that unity of life and whole kingdoms that these are representatives of just like us as humans are representative of the human kingdom that um that deep brotherhood sisterhood of the life principle with all kingdoms and nature just becomes so strong just becomes so relevant um, to our time, to our life, that we actually can't solve our problems as humans. We actually have to solve problems as the earth itself. So the invitation in this in this um, transmission was to, as the our pet black hole starts to like um, you know tear apart and a centrifuge some of our core. Uh, some of our core belief systems, some of our core structures that collectively it's tearing apart our human centricness. It's tearing apart the, the few thousand years we've had needed to develop as a separate kingdom as human. And now that needs to be torn apart and, and our connection to all of these other kingdoms above and below us is necessary for the next phase, the Aquarian phase. So. So that's part of what is being ripped apart and the invitation is to, to um, consciously try to shift our identity as humans from being human to being earth, 
And it's difficult because we have to go through the layers of guilt and grief and shame about then seeing ourselves as humans that are on earth and what humans are and are doing. So it's a, it's a journey that actually requires a lot to be processed through our heart so that we can make that deeper identification. And that's where this energy of Varuna and the Davies is so useful because it allows us to process the grief and the shame and the rage and all of the other things that if we truly let ourselves feel our deep brotherhood and sisterhood with all life, we would have to. And then we couldn't actually be human anymore. We'd have to be Earth as a human expression rather than a human on Earth. Okay, so let's um, let's do a meditation. come into your vertical alignment. And feeling that dark current, the Shishumna. Connected with the core of the earth. And just drop down for a minute and feel the center of the earth be the earth its teeming life form coming back up to the heart center and feeling the door in the back of the heart. Opening to galactic chi. And then lifting to the crown center. See if you can lift all the way into the causal field. And help each other lift. We'll start to feel the threads of connection between us all and lifting together into the causal field. And visualizing that pool of lotuses, these beautiful radiant lotuses Some with their jewels revealed, some the petals still closed around them. And just spend some time experiencing the beauty of the soul realm. Feeling the soul of fire dancing between lotuses in the jewel in the center. 
and then begin to vibrate up your best and worst of the accumulations in your body mind. And just begin to let them run up through your crown into the causal field, into the jewel and up in a plasma beam. And if your body needs to shake or you need to sound to break the energy free, just keep shaking anything that needs to run up. You can visualize the other end of the plasma beam going up into black hole in the center of the galaxy or M87. Just pouring up into void. And extending your awareness again to the group soul. Sounding your soul note. And feeling all of the ripples overlap. now extending out as an overflow from the group soul an invitation to send out the energy of invitation to the natural world those beings carrying the life force in the landscape in the mountains and rivers and the lakes the forests the ocean, and then to the beings, the animals, and the insects, See if you can feel them to start drawing closer in the shamanic realms, the gathering of shamanic energies around us. Now lifting your energy slightly out of the group soul and we're going to invite in the stavic life connected to Varuna. This being is going to help us cohere as a field. So just let that love wash through the heart and feel the connection with the natural world and the humans. See if you can feel the restoration of love.
opening your shamanic bodies, your emotional body, your energy body, your mental body, and feel that sense of unity of one being, human, animal, vegetable, mineral, one being that represents the incarnate soul of Earth. And feel the demand in that being, feel the call in that being for life. And let it shake up through your bodies, however it needs to move, let it move through your bodies and run up that plasma current through the jewel. This is where you can let the grief of disconnection or the anger or whatever needs to move in your body to clear so that we can belong together as one field. Letting it vibrate up the channel into the void until the darkness comes. And when you can feel the darkness, just increase it by turning your jewel on itself, putting your jewel and the group jewel back on itself and penetrating into the void to empty. Let your awareness drop into absorption at the same time, increasing your power to see in the dark, be on the edge of emptiness and awareness.
arising again into pure awareness and focusing your point of focus in the dual. Together in silence, we use the invocation sattva to demand and call on life, call on the life force to descend and activate the jewel. On your own time, send out that inner call. Time feel the plasma beam activate from the void down to the dual, electrifying it, vivifying it. Passing through every facet and distributing itself to all of the jewels. circulating the life in the group soul. And letting it pour out into the natural world. flowing into those beings that are holding the mountains and the rivers and the forests and the oceans, just keep pouring it, allowing it to pour through. all the way down into the mycelium network, all of the bacteria in the soil. Bring the charge of life into form. Now bring it into our own bodies, drop the sword down the spine. Breathe the life into your nervous system, your blood system, your chakra system, your emotional and mental system. Flood the life through your body mind.
into the atomic level cells and molecules, atoms, quarks, vibrate it all the way into the void and matter. You drop the sword through the base, fully ground in the earth. And coming back into waking presence. And a space for any sharing, questions, comments. Here the the downwards uh, version of the of the download of the of the energy was really felt like a, a fist of black water really could hardly be associated with an energy but rather a kind of pool and physical gravity and then when you spoke about uh, disseminating in the natural world etc then I felt the more uh, usual taste of energy and electricity. But the first aspect of it was like being penetrated by a yeah, fist of black water. Hi, I'd like to share. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm talking. Okay. Um, this, of all the meditations that have been shared, this is probably feels more of a comfort zone to me. But what I've noticed, like to be able to get into it from the first go, but what I've noticed is that this time where, while you let it, yesterday you, in the Haydn, you, you spoke about, you know, the world is fucked and all is well simultaneously. And it seems like I can only connect to, at least in this time, to all as well. Like it was just pure life and power moving through and support. And like, you know, when it's about the, the guilt and the grief and all that, it's like, I, I, I made an effort. It had to be an effort. And so I'm just wondering, is this some kind of like ultra level bypassing um, or, or what? And I did start to feel the, the like a constriction in the throat when I made an effort. But it would I would at what I access is just, whew, you know, I, yeah. So you want to process some of my, <laughs> It's a group after all, you know. No, I, I wouldn't be complaining too much about that if you're only feeling that if you're holding that pole, enjoy it while you're holding it, you know. But 
but uh, I guess that is the reality that we are in both tension and in the release of all tension, both in truth. So, yeah, any other sharing? Yeah, I would like to share. Hi. Yeah, I felt this, um, yeah, this, this profound grief of, of the earth and this density uh, wanting to move through. And it was almost like, yes, finally, fuck yes. Like this longing of, yeah, just having this channel and something to be moved through, through the vertical channel. And something that pops out for me as well, that's interesting. Uh, when we were bringing the energy down to the body and to the earth, mitochondria, uh, I'm not sure how this connects, but suddenly it was just very present, like to bring it to the mitochondria of the cells of the body. And yeah, I don't know what that means, but it was very strong for me. I've had a peculiar change of perspective. Um, usually in my meditations, I'm sort of expanding out and above. And this time it was the other way around. And when we've been descending, there was something maybe similar to what Olivier shared as in uh, falling down into the endless kind of vortex. So I was going from there to there, not the other way around. was able to really feel the the teaching on like that humanity is destined to be a source of life to the lower kingdoms and um yeah I could just feel like the interpenetration of my body and my heart and my life with other species like and mountains and rivers and deserts like vibrating through my body and my heart transmitting that life to them and our heart transmitting that life to them and standing together in life like earth is a community of life force, multiple species, multiple kingdoms all vibrating through that together. So it, it took me deeper into that, that mystery of what humanity can be. Yeah, what um, John shares resonates with me to a certain extent that when you invoked the unity consciousness or the one, I felt like this big kind of force of energy just push out this like almost invisible armor on my body. And then the outline of my body became kind of malleable almost. So like this kind of sense of like being a tree and being an ape were really strong for me. And it was the first time in the meditation that I really felt the group as well. So it wasn't just running vertical current, but it was also beginning to feel into all the other beings who are part of this experiment. So yeah, it was a, it was a big one for me. <sighs> yeah. I also want to add that this actually brought a lot of peace to mm. me because it felt like it balanced something. Cause when I was doing the meditations, just like running it through myself, it was just too much, but now kind of connecting with the natural words, I actually feel, oh, okay, this is a lot easier in terms of, it feels a lot more balanced is the best way I can put it. And I don't know what that means. I also saw like a massive um, hedgehog on its back as well. I don't know, it's symbolism, but just sharing. Did anybody get a sense of that Karuna or that David yeah. being like, what was your sense of that? It was like this blanket kind of feeling that was struck me about it is um you know like the re the re-perspective of humans maybe humans are just a, 
a complex form that bacteria produced in order to contact the muscles, you know, that, that where, and, and, and that, and that really, you know, he's kind of gradually taking us on this journey that makes it less and less personal and less and less about us. And even now, not giving us so much mental stimulation about all of these wonderful things that have become and so on. He's just basically saying, be a hose so life can get through you to the other kingdoms, you know? So that's pretty impersonal. I can see how that, you know, unless we're really up for being a meditative channel for energies to move through, um, then we'll probably get bored with this process because it isn't so much a process that's going to stimulate ourselves. It's going to like keep annihilating ourselves so that we are used in something greater. Uh, so I feel like gradually we ask for more commitment and more work. And, and in a way, I, I felt like last week, I just spent about two hours just in absorption as energy moves through. And that it's not very fascinating to my body mind, <laughs> but actually it felt very beautiful work for myself. So anything else before we complete tonight? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. A little bit better. You're still Hi. broken. Oh, sorry about that. I don't know why. Um, I'll just talk a bit louder. Yeah, so, so like right now my whole body is, is, is vibrating with electricity. It's like shaking. And, um, but it, it's like not... Your whole body might be breaking up because that's <laughs> what it's... Yeah, yes. So, so the essence of what I'm getting is just, um, you know, to be that channel for that electricity that, that came to me. And it, it pulled up the from the earth. It pulled up, pulled up. So the grief, the grief, it, it, it almost feels overwhelming and, and too much for this body. And, and when I went into Varuna, when I went into that heart, it could hold it. It could hold that grief. Well, uh, at a level that I, my heart can't do because it's too fucking much and it, it's just going to back on and it, and, it, and it expand and to hold that, that heart for the grief that needs to move through. And, and then when I pull down, um, when I, <laughs> I think we get the essence and not the um, yeah. Yeah. content. Yeah, okay. But, but really, yeah, just grateful. Grateful. Thank you. <laughs> um, What's that? I'm glad to hear it. Speak up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like right, to. All right, everybody. Thank you. Okay. Matilda, did you want to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to add that connecting to the the nature. For the first time, I felt this um, being Earth. Like we, we did it a lot in meditation. So I was trying and this time I felt it for the first time that I was being earth and then feeling the lightning coming through my heart. But it wasn't my heart, it was the core of the earth. And from there gushing life to nature in that like, yeah, coming from the core of the earth. So like there's a link that's been made. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Hello, everybody. Bye, everybody. Week, if not before.